Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time. I haven't accomplished anything alone, but I was fortunate to be part of a revived feminist movement. I think uh, anyone who's not a feminist is is an insane person. This was not just a lewd conversation. This wasn't just locker room banter. This was a powerful individual speaking freely and openly about sexually predatory behavior. At a time when we have self-driving cars and computers that sit on your wrist, women still make only 79 cents for every dollar a man makes. And if I have to listen to one more gray-faced man with a $2 haircut explain to me what rape is, I'm gonna lose my mind. And now, Resistor Sisters. This is Susan Cleveland, and I am joined by Heidi in Minneapolis. Hello. Hi, Heidi. And of course, Rain in D.C. Holla, D.C. <sighs> Letting the entire country down one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but you lead us. You, you're, you're, you're the capital. You're capital. No. I am not a capital. I am also not a monument. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. So it's Hi everybody. Hello, hello. So um hello. Heidi was telling me about um Cecile Richards and I was looking online and I found this Twitter where she was saying that she um was resigning from Planned Parenthoods, which is sad but exciting. Right? Right. Um, do you want to hear this first, or you want to talk about it first? Okay. 12 years ago, I joined Planned Parenthood to fight for a world where every woman can live her best life. And together we've built a movement to protect and improve reproductive health. And I could not be prouder. Today, I'm announcing that I will be stepping down from my position as president of Planned Parenthood this year. From my first moment at Planned Parenthood, I have been in awe of our brave doctors, clinicians, staff, and volunteers who provide care to one in five American women. And to all of you who count on Planned Parenthood, know that this organization will be here for you no matter where you live, how much money you make, who you love, or where you come from. Planned Parenthood has been part of the fabric of this country for 100 years, and thanks to you, it'll be here for 100 more. This last year has been one of the most inspiring of my life, as longtime staff and supporters marched and rallied alongside brand new activists, like Deja Fox, a teenager from Tucson, who fiercely defended Planned Parenthood to her United States Senator, or Gina Walkington, a Planned Parenthood patient from Bristol, Wisconsin, who got involved last winter and is now organizing thousands in her community. Deja and Gina are just some of the 11 million supporters who embody Planned Parenthood's mission. Planned Parenthood has helped tens of millions take control of their health and their futures by providing birth control, pap smears, breast exams, STI testing and treatment, and safe and legal abortion. Today, America is at a 30-year low for unintended pregnancies and historic lows for abortion and teen pregnancy. This is one of the most important public health success stories in history, and it would not have been possible without the life-changing and life-saving work of Planned Parenthood. It has been an incredible honor to be part of this organization. As a patient, as president, 
and now as a lifelong supporter and champion. I will always be committed to the goals we share. Thank you for supporting me through the years and for carrying on this important work. So I don't know about you guys, but that got me Amen. emotional. Can we just give a can we just give a big yes. for this woman? Yeah. Yay. It was, it was, oh, I mean, it's really inspiring, you know. And yeah, um, both of you were saying parenthood. she what? She saved Planned Parenthood. Yeah. From the attacks yeah, of the did. likes of of Jason Chavitz, who I don't know if y'all remember, no, he came in with no, some bogus. He he came in. I don't have I don't have the link in front of me. I will, I will get better at this in the future. But um, he came in when she when she after, um, there was there was this. I think it was a, a James O'Keefe story about how Planned Parenthood was selling baby parts. Oh yeah, I remember mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Okay, awful. so she was she was she she was brought in in front of, um, the committee that James Chaffetz sat on, and I don't remember that committee. And he had a PowerPoint, you know, a whole PowerPoint thing, which basically included an X. It was it was the most ridiculous <laughs> chart ever. And he asked her about, well, here are my statistics. And Cecile Richards there in, in the house turned to her lawyer, asked a question and came back and said, nothing you have up there is based on any fact. Yeah. Yeah. This is an right. incredibly strong woman who um, I'm going to miss her. Yeah. But maybe you're not. Weren't you guys so saying I'll, she might run for something important? I, in that's DC my opinion. And, and that might be that's, great, you know? I don't know where she yeah. lives. I thought she was still in Texas where her, you know, her mother, Ann Richards. Okay. Y'all remember Ann Richards, right? Yes. She is writing a book. A book. Her book is coming out on in April. Um, but I was going to say, I did find the chart that you're speaking of. And so what the chart is, is it's this cancer screenings and prevention went from 2 million, yes. 7,371 to 935,573. And then abortions went, and this is Chavez's PowerPoint mm -hmm. thing. Abortions went from 289,750 in 2006 to 327,000 in 2013. Um, lie, 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 lie. <laughs> um, yeah, it, those stats yeah. made no sense. They made, I remembered that at the time. I watched it on C-SPAN. It was like, wait, wait, what? Right. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I mean, she's, you know, so, Cecile Richards is an amazing, I mean, she's amazing. I mean, you can't imagine the, the amount of death threats she's probably had to deal oh, with. Sure. Um, you, you, know, you know, being called baby killer, murderer, all that other stuff. And, and, you know, if you hear one of the things that she said in her, I don't know if you want to say her farewell um, mm -hmm. speech, not that, you know, but what she said was that because of Planned Parenthood, uh, abortions are at the lowest level the lowest, in yeah. years. <clears throat> I mean, you know, here's, a, here's a, a novel idea. If you give people access to contraception and you teach them sex ed, surprisingly, there's not a lot of abortions like there would be without. 
And there are not a lot of teen pregnancy or unwanted pregnancy. I mean, who knew that would happen? And and personally, like, this is a reason why this has, gets me very choked up is because on a personal level, you know, I had the, you know, Republican parents saying, oh, Planned Parenthood is awful. It's awful. It's like, no, when I was in college and I didn't really have health insurance, I went there and they would do basic things like they would help people with yeast infections. They found a friend yep. of mine's um, cyst that she had, you know, I mean, this is like important stuff. This has to do with your health. People are saying like, oh, they're just these baby killers. It's like, no, they protect women's fertility. And I, I happen to know that they probably gave me some cold medicine back in the day, you know, like they're doctors. Right. And it's it's just yeah, I, disgusting that people are so against women being healthy, you know. It's not just women. I, yeah. Um, there is a stat, and Heidi, I think that you're probably going to be our stat girl. <laughs> but I think less than 3%. Yeah. I, think less I than love my stats. I know you do. <laughs> but let's, I believe. <laughs> that makes one of us, because God love you, Heidi, because yeah, one, two, one plus one, one plus one is too, too many for me. Thing. That's um, cool. It's, it's my thing. Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Planned Parenthood itself, the organiz- organization itself, mm-hmm. conducts less than 3% of abortions. The yeah. rest of it is outsourced if if somebody sure. chooses to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And people just, they seem to forget. It doesn't just, it, it, yes, Planned Parenthood is primarily an organization that helps women because women need help. More sure. than men. I'm going to say that. Sure. I yeah. will say that. But it does provide, it does provide um, help for men, including yeah. breast cancer screenings. It does. They, they'll go in, yeah. But a little thing like a yeast infection, a little imbalance can That's lead a big to future thing, infertility. Can lead for like, it, yeah, especially if you're 18 and you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, my first, when I went to college, um, mm-hmm. true, you know, the story is, and I've, I've shared this on the other show that I happen to be a part of, Turn Up the Night, um, when I went to college, my parents were, were going through a divorce, so my health care, my health insurance was way up mm, in the air, yeah. and um, I found myself in a situation where I had to go to Planned Parenthood. And it wasn't a yeast infection. I think it was actually, to be blunt, it was it was a cyst in yeah. my leg parts area. Yeah, well, that happened to a friend of mine, and she took care of it, and now she has two kids. But if she didn't have that health insurance, maybe it could have led to infertility. That's no kidding That's around. it. I mean, I, I was able shit. to go to Planned... Yeah, it is scary. I was able to go to Planned Parenthood, and I didn't have money. And, and this was yeah. 1985. Sure. And, and at the time, I don't know if it's like that anymore, but... It was it was um, sliding sliding scale. Yeah, it was sliding right. scale. Oh, yep. and you're like, I work at Jerry Mart. Yep. They're like, oh, we're here for you, baby. <laughs> but you know, I I really appreciate Richards for for the fact that she did. She she led the charge to save Planned Parenthood. Yeah, she was there they, for twelve years. Twelve and years. You know what? Like, I swear to God, it's so childish, but. Every time me and my friends are going past the Planned Parenthood and there's some 
old man on a scooter with his honk if you hate abortions thing. We just flip him off every time. It's fun. It's fun. He's always there, too. It's the one over in, um, it's up by the mall. I'll get you. Up by the mall. <laughs> it's up by the mall, you know. Um, I know that, that one. one place. That guy. Yeah, you know that guy. He's bald and he's got a scooter. And he's like, honk if you hate abortions. And uh, you know that guy. You know, uh, Rain, I was going to say, my, I, when I was in college and when I first moved to the big city, actually for 10 years, I used Planned Parenthood as my, you know, I guess you could say primary. Yeah. You know, because it's during your, yeah. that time of your life when lady parts are important. Um, <clears throat> now, you know, my eggs are dusty. <laughs> and not as, you know, not as spry as they once were. Oh, my uh, muscles. <laughs> Is there an expiration date on so, that carton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they, without Planned Parenthood, so we had here in the city back in the day when the dinosaurs, you know, walked on the earth and, you know, that type of, you know, I was getting to, you know, the the clinic in a uh, horse and buggy. Um <laughs> I had two choices here in the city to go to. It was the 90s. It wasn't that bad. (laughs) Well, it was really the 80s, but who's remembering? Anyway, well, part of the 80s and part of the 90s. Um, But anyway, so um, I had two choices back in the day. It was either Planned Parenthood or a place called the Red Door Clinic. So, um, (laughs) and the Red Door Clinic, while they also did contraception, Really, their thing was sexually transmitted diseases. Mm, Hence okay. the red door. When you said red door, uh, I immediately thought of a place that I knew in New York. Oh yeah, that was not. That was it. Was one of those places that said they provided abortion services, but yeah, they didn't. They were well, they, the exact opposite. Oh, they were there. They were there to tell you about how Jesus and yeah, yeah, they could set you up. Anyway, with a family I didn't mean to, to take care of you for a little while, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, so there's a red door clinic, you know, because you got all of the 80s, you know, free love and, you know, lots of STDs. Um, and so, the birth of AIDS. You know, Let's not forget that. Yes. Yeah, so that was back in the day when you would walk in, because I did go there a couple of times because, you know, I wasn't really thinking of Planned Parenthood at the time. And you would be able, they had a, they had two giant baskets in the front, one Held condoms, of course, yeah, and the other just held a bowl dental full of condoms. Yeah, and the other dish. one had yes. right. The other one had dental dams, Aww. which I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Wow, so, it was in the eighties, and we didn't even have those. Damn. Yeah. yeah so, so and I had no idea what it was. We didn't have those. So I asked the. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was actually in the eighties. We were we were a little bit ahead of the time, I guess. But I had to ask the, um, at that time, we used to call them, you know, the, the transvestite guy that was sitting next to me. What is this? And he explained. Um, you know, now you'd probably, I don't know, call him a transgender person. So I'd ask him, what is this for? And he explained in a very colorful way, um, which is fine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> it was fine so, but anyway, the, uh, the red... Yes, I was learning, and, you know, they, they, everybody's willing to help you. 
Um, but so the, the Red Door Clinic started to get, you know, there was questions about their cleanliness and people getting like hepatitis. So I'm like, uh. ah. And I was wondering where else could I go? And I found Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And so, and this was when I was 18. And so I started going there. <clears throat> and at 19, they found three cancerous cells in my cervix. Oh, so, so scary at 19. Yeah. So, yeah. So scary. Right. And so I guess this is a thing. This was a, I guess this is a normal thing. So I had them, you know, removed, which was freaking painful. And, you know, so I, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm going to keep going. I love these guys. I would give them a couple of bucks every time I went. But yeah, I mean, they, they, I would say they saved my life because yeah, like the did. nurse was telling oh. me, you know, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people that don't have a lot of money might not go to, um, you know, go to the doctor for a long time. And then mm-hmm. it, the longer this sits there, the worse it becomes, mm-hmm. and now you have cancer. And it's like, oh, my God, that's frightening. You so, know, but yeah, I was... Something else, as and, you talk about your story, Heidi, it, it, uh, it, it kind of it makes me realize that there is something else that's not mentioned with regards to Planned Parenthood often enough. And that is, it's, it's their clinics are places where people can go without feeling shame. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, an 18-year-old right. who needs the kind of things that you needed, that I needed, that, that perhaps you needed, Sue, where we couldn't tell our parents. Oh, no. God, no. You know, you know what? couldn't tell you know our what? parents. I tell you what, I waited too long on that yeast infection. It wasn't even pretty. And I felt such shame. Yeah. It wasn't even an STD. It was a freaking yeast infection. I was terrified. When you walked in. Yeah, it if, made you feel better. Am I wrong in assuming that when you walked in, yeah. they didn't give you any shame? I mean, no. I walked in, I was like, I got something going on down here, and <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And yeah, they were like, right. "It's okay, come on in. It's okay. We're, we're going to check you out. out." Yeah. And Very and nice. to me, that's one of the greatest things about Planned Parenthood that I think should mm-hmm. be talked about more. Is and that you know what? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you another shame. story, and I'm going to leave the names out. But a friend of mine. A male friend of mine got an STD, and he went to his childhood physician. And this was, I'm oh going to say, yeah, in 19, late 80s, and this was before HIPAA, and that childhood physician called that gentleman's mother. And maybe he was 18. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was, was before, before HIPAA. HIPAA. So he could do yep. that. And it's like, whoa, that's a violation. Even back then I was like, Oh, you dummy. You went to your but you went to your childhood well, physician instead of Planned Parenthood. Going. Your friend wasn't dumb. That's all that's all your friend knew. I know. Well you I mean, just I yeah. mean and this is and why I, I think it's really important that we put it out there. It just not just the three of us, but mm-hmm. it, just people in general put it out there that this is what Planned Parenthood does. They, it is not do. the kind of things that the right wing wants us to believe that they mm-hmm. do. Right. And they do. They do. They help. You know, and while I was looking at the Planned Parenthood thing, I kind of fell down a little Internet hole and I my eye was caught by a cat in the Planned Parenthood ads 
And I was like, so I want to watch the cat thing. And then it just showed, it was basically, you know, taking care of your cat or your vulva. <laughs> was that <laughs> and, cat a pussy by any chance? I know. <laughs> so they were like, here's how to, your pussies like to keep clean, you know, and it shows the cat cleaning itself. And then it shows the cat next to dental dams and next to condoms, which is hysterical. But I'm just going to play this real quick. All vulvas and vaginas deserve to be happy and healthy. You can visit your local Planned Parenthood Health Center for all your vulva and vagina care needs. Make an appointment meow. I love that. Make an appointment meow. That's so wrong. I love it. The whole thing was longer, but that's just the end. I was going to tell you, uh, uh, you know, uh, actually a kind of funny story about you know, about the whole, uh, you know, your, your friend going to dad or mom and, you know, the, 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 or I should say that the physician. One of the funniest, or one of the most interesting things is when I started going to Planned Parenthood, and they, and this was, like I said, in the 80s, so I won't tell you the year, but it was in the 80s. Um, <clears throat> they would call for my appointment and leave it on my, on my, uh, answering machine i'm really mm-hmm. dating myself but yeah. they would say they would not say where they were from mm-hmm. and they would say hi this is Catherine. um calling about your appointment tomorrow with three um if you need you know and blah 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 and, and it, so it would sound like it was not an appointment for your health care it sounded like I had an appointment to get my nails done. Oh, my <laughs> <And> God. So, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I so they would, yeah. So they would call you and not say, hi, this is Heather from Planned Parenthood. They would say, hi, this is Heather. Um, you have an appointment tomorrow with us at 3. Um, you know, it'll take about a half an hour. You let us know, blah, 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 if you needed to reschedule. and But it, it, the way it sounded, it would sound like it was a hair appointment. It would sound like sure. it was, you know, getting my nails done. So if you were with someone who was um, not, you know, didn't want you to go there, they would never have any idea. But doesn't that um, go to how and they, they would never, they would never, right? And they would never leave a phone number to call back. So <laughs> that was the other thing. Yeah. Um, and when you would go, when they, when I would go, they would say. Um, do you, they would ask me if I had a partner, and they wouldn't assume. Yeah. And this was in the 80s. Yeah. They wouldn't assume yep. either way. And they would also ask, and they would sit down, and this was every time I had an appointment with them, Do you see, are, you, are you dating anyone? Do you feel safe? Are you having this issue? Yeah. Uh, you know, have you been sexually abused? Wow. Is there anything I, that you want to speak to us about? Yeah, so it was really, it's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Time. You, yeah, you really want right. a and, lot of stuff back. Yes. It, Heidi's yeah. right about that, everybody. They did. They Because I got those messages, too. And they did. Are you mm-hmm. safe? Are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and it goes down yes. to, to the very fact that Planned Parenthood, and I, I, I'd like to tell you I remember when it started, but I've known it since 1985. When I was when I went right to college. Me too. I went to college in New York yeah. City, and that was my first interaction with them. And they always, always went out of their way to make sure that I was comfortable and that everything was okay. Yep. I mean, it almost they almost provided um, almost a, uh, a mental health check. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they would ask questions like, are you, are you feeling secure? Are, is there anything that you're, you're worried about? Is there any, I mean, they would ask these questions. And the first time they asked them, I'm like, why are they asking me these questions? Because, you know, <laughs> you go me? to the doctor, they're like, here, here, you know, bend over and cough, do this, do that. You know, it's not, you're going to you know, feel and, some and pressure. I, I apologize any doctors. Right. I mean, not to be mean or rude about any doctors that might be listening, but let's be honest, they're trying to get you in, get you out, you know, what's sure. going on. Okay, great. Bye. And, but that's not how they, how they acted. And they always would ask you, and because the doctors that worked there were volunteer and they would ask you, do you feel more comfortable with a man or a woman? And for me, I didn't care. Um, you know, did you, do you want this? Do you want that? And they would always, they had like a special machine that would heat up the, the, the instrument. The speculum. So, the speculum. Yes. <gasps> Yes. Yes. I got to tell you, wait, I got to tell you, I am really in favor of a nice, warm speculum. (laughs) Yes. They're comfortable. Much different than the one time that I went to, I I had to go to the emergency room and I can't, it was some, I think I had maybe a yeast infection or something. I think it was something like that. And the doctor did not heat up the speculum and i'm like holy fuck walls what are you doing and i said something i like literally was like jesus fucking christ i know i said and the guy's like oh i'm sorry i'm like oh my god the thing is fucking ice cold are you kidding me right now and he's like oh my god i'm so sorry and i i i, I swear i scared I, I think i i think i scared doogie hauser and i think he's probably not in medicine anymore doogie hauser was like but i was oh, i was uh, i had no idea that that was a sensitive what do you think it is buddy it's a little sensitive jesus what are you doing yeah so yeah he yeah Heidi, so did, he, did you say did you say no i just think i'm gonna barf well that passed yeah. well, now i'm hungry again <laughs> That's your new thing. That's your new thing. Oh, I love it. I love Marge Gunderson. She's yeah, I, I found her. I found her. And I was like, yeah, I think that's my Yay! favorite part. Do you want to hear it again? Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, no, I just yes, think please. I'm going to barf. Well, that passed. Yeah? Yeah, now I'm hungry again. I cut out the middle. There was like long points in the middle, but I'm like, nah, just push it oh. all together. Oh, Marge. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she the really cold, cracked that oh, case, my. by the way. The cold. No. Yeah. I want that at least at room temperature. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, at Planned Parenthood, they had like a little machine that would warm it up, like the a little toaster oven. So, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and you know, the, the things that people don't understand, you know, especially pro-lifers and, you know, I'm just going to say it. The most pro-life thing you, if you are absolutely, I don't want women to have abortions because I think abortion is murder, then you should be 1,000% for contraception, for free, simple contraception. And I mean all contraception. I'm not just talking about um, condoms. I'm not just talking about the pill or Norplant or whatever they do now. I'm also talking about IUDs and stuff like that that is, you know, going to absolutely prevent pregnancy until you are ready. That is sure. why it's called planned parenthood. Plan that. Well, so for those, right, so for those, right, so for true, those who... Plan, um, that's true, but 
people who call themselves pro-life are anti-choice. Sure. Yeah, they they're, they're are anti-choice yeah, and birth. they don't want birth control because they want people to breed. I know women that's not something. They want women to breed, yes. They want women to just yeah. keep giving birth. And and yeah. and these people who call themselves anti I call them anti-choice. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even yeah. call them pro-life anymore. But no, these are no. the same people who, um, they're the ones who have a problem with people in urban communities, i.e. Sure. black people, having too many children because, oh, we sure. don't want to pay for the, you know, the, the Medicare, the Medicaid, the welfare. Mm-hmm. And so it really does come down to a very racist thing when it comes to yeah. anti-choice people. Right. To be, that's, right. that's really how I feel about right. it. I mean, really, that what they what they are is what I what I view them as is forced birth. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer your choice, my choice. It's only the choice of someone that's pounding a Bible. Now look, yes, you know, and and for me, it's like okay, what is it? Ninety eight percent of women have used birth control in their life. It's some form sure. of birth control in their lifetime. Ninety eight freaking percent. So if that's the case, unless the person that's speaking has 12 children or is like the Duggar family, um, you <laughs> use birth control. Sure. And when I'm saying, when, and birth control is not pulling out, sorry, we, not to get graphic. We can, we can that's take called the rhythm, rhythm method. Heidi, they call that yeah, the rhythm. That is, and you know what you call people that practice the rhythm? So rhythm. And you know what you call people that practice the rhythm method, Heidi? You call them parents. Parents. <laughs> but I know yeah, I've, had, know, yeah. I've had people that are pro-life and, and anti, you know, to argue with me. Well, why don't you use a dime and keep that, keep your back wall on the back and take that dime and hold it between your knees. And I'm like, that's a great form of birth control. No, that's not. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know, what, what I find <laughs> no. really interesting... I have had that people argue that with me. I, I oh, think for I have to when I used to talk to people like that, and I, I can't anymore. Well, but what all I the people that used to say that to me are gone. So. When, it, when, it, when, it comes to, when it comes to people who say, who say that they are pro-life, mm-hmm. only... Only the middle and upper middle class and the wealthiest of those women mm-hmm. are the ones that they can claim that they're pro-life, but they can also afford to go to their private doctor and get sure. an abortion. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Because, uh, you know, getting rid of Roe v. Wade wouldn't hurt someone like, say, Paris Hilton, who has money and can fly sure. to wherever to have an abortion yeah. it doesn't you know she that's that's not how that care. works go to her private doctor heidi yeah she her private right. doctor would do that for her. but that's called a vacation heidi <laughs> yes. that's right. called exactly. a, a european vacation with you know some <laughs> yeah. pool time and relaxation so yeah end, without the griswolds in the end i think that one of the biggest and saddest jokes is on Less, I'm, all right, I'll say, well, I'll say poor women yeah, less who, who say that they're pro-life. They're right. the ones who can't, who won't be able to afford an abortion mm-hmm. if Roe v. Wade right. is taken away. Because I'm telling Wait. you, man, 
anybody abortions are cheap when it comes to money they are yeah, not right. that expensive you could be middle no. class and you can say right. that you're pro-life and you can find out oh crap i'm pregnant again because mm-hmm. jesus and my evangelical church yeah. told me i can't use you know birth control sure but those right. those women go and have abortions there are studies out there about that there's a most, deep most, hypocrisy yeah. on the right-wing right. side of this discussion. Yeah. Right. And, and the, yeah, because the, the majority of women that get abortions are, are women who are married or in a relationship. So typically what happens is they already have a child or two. They get pregnant again. And while I'm not a parent, I know that being a parent is expensive as hell, mm. um, girl or boy. And... Sure. You, you know, you're making fifty, sixty thousand dollars, and you have two kids, and now you're pregnant with the third. You know that that's just going to pull you over the edge. Sure. So yeah. I mean, that is, a, you know, that's a huge problem. And you know the, you know the other thing about you know Roe v. Wade and you know being pro-choice is there are so many states in the union where. The idea of being pro-choice is almost a myth for them because they don't have an ability to get to the clinic. And when they do get to the clinic, they have to wait 48 hours and they have to see, you know, they have to listen, watch a video of lies about oh, if you have wow. an abortion, you can get yeah. cancer. Wow. And like, That's you know, scary. for South Dakota, you know, South Dakota's oh. right next, you know, the state next door to us. And and it's been a while since I've seen this article, but it went through the journey of a woman in South Dakota who had who was in the the case, like I just said, where they already have children. She got pregnant again. You know, she's in a committed relationship, but that you know that possible that pregnancy was going to bring they 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 couldn't afford the child. They wouldn't have, where are they going to live? They don't have enough yeah, room. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. everything you know, she she well, needs to work, and you know all that stuff. What we're talking and about so, now is trap laws. Trap. Right, and then so what she what what they did was went through her journey, and so the journey was she had to drive. This is South Dakota, not a huge state. She had to travel three hundred miles, stay in a hotel room or a motel room for two days while they went through all this. You know, you're you're you know you're going to die of cancer if you do this, and you Wait know if time, you you know and all these horrible things. Right, <sighs> because you know. She, as a woman, you can't actually make the decision to terminate a pregnancy or, you know, deal with your own reproductive rights. Oh Somebody has God. to tell you, you know, and so, so it was crazy. all this stuff and, and it was some other restriction. Like you could well, only you, go there if you were X, X number of weeks pregnant, but you couldn't go, you couldn't be in there until you were X, other X weeks pregnant. So if it was like between seven and eight. Can I or jump something in here? like that. And I got to jump in and sure. say we got five minutes till, uh, you know, right. the, the breaks. I do, do want to jump in here because because what Heidi is talking about is trap laws. And that's called yeah. targeted regulation okay. of abortion providers. Oh, and this is something see? that the okay. right wing wow. has been doing for a long time. Um, I first learned about right. trap laws from a frontline special. I think it was, oh my God, I think it was back in 2005 and it was called oh. the last abortion clinic. And it was it okay. revolved around it revolved around the last abortion clinic in Mississippi. So what is happening here? And I'm going to make this as quick as I can because this is really important with regard yeah. to what Heidi said. Is that state legislatures 
and also um, the federal government's been trying to do this too. State legislatures are going out of their way to try to say this abortion clinic, whatever abortion clinic it is, it -hmm. needs to have the same regulations that are required as say a hospital. Yeah. And right. if that little tiny abortion clinic with that one doctor who is just doing his or her best to provide abortions for women, if it doesn't meet the same um, requirements of the local hospital, states right. are closing them down. And wow. if you want more research right. on that, you can go in, you can go to Lady Parts Justice. But yeah, yeah. What, what Heidi is talking about is, is trap laws. That's and um, this I, is, I'm this not is really what, familiar about that in other states. Well, so, I'm going to wake you, you up. Texas, we don't have it here. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, right, Texas, yeah, pay Texas attention to what's happening like, on a local level. Right. Right. Because yeah, I mean, it happens in every state. And uh-huh. that's the thing. When you don't have yeah. a lot of time to do this research, you might not know where you can get an abortion in your state or where you right. can um, go in another state. But once again, you could call 211 and they would tell you where you the would have it. Okay. Yeah. Or United Way. You could call United Way and ask them for referrals. But they're, um, you know, a non a nonprofit that's not judgmental and they're going to answer your questions. I've had, I had tons of people call me and say, I need an abortion. Where do I go? You go here, you go here, you know? So a couple of years ago when we had, um, instead of just being scared, um, cause you don't have a lot of time sometimes, you know, there, there's still yes. time restrictions, you know, you need to know. ASAP. <laughs> so, and you, you yes. it's, it's, it's hard to ask too. It's hard to ask other people, you know, what they know because it's just good to have the information so once again i'm going to give you guys homework to call 211 call your 211 in your area because i checked for dc and for minneapolis and you both have 211 i don't know if they're 24 hours a day i think they do too Hmm. no they do because i've called for relatives there because ken has some relatives and they need resources but washington dc has two one one, so I'm gonna give. That's you guys really good to know too. Do you yeah. need like your own like jingle for the two one one. Gosh, I left there. <laughs> it's my old job, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I might be able to find something. I don't know, but yeah, that it's just a so, good resource. Like I believe in it, you know. Like I believe that people should be able to know what's out there for themselves, you know, and what like what they need but what were you going to say rain i just was going to say cecil richards Mm -hmm. is an amazing woman and i love her and i look forward to her next chapter in life and i'm going to support her forever good yeah i think that's awesome i mean what do you think she's going to run for do you think she's going to run for something i you know i was actually looking i was actually looking evidently she was on the daily show Mm-hmm. I think last Thursday, and she said, you know, on the possibility of a future run for office, she said, I don't know what my future holds, but I do know that I've been fortunate enough to be a troublemaker my whole life. Yeah. I was raised by a troublemaker, <laughs> the late great governor Aww. of Texas, Ann Richards, boom. And as my friend John Lewis would say, <laughs> good trouble. So I don't know. I just don't see oh. her retiring. Sure. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to go to break, and I'm going to play some music you're listening to resistor sisters i look like a hooker 
They're called sex workers, and they're heroes. Thank you for your service. Resistor Sisters, the podcast men's rights activists love to hate. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time. Hello, ladies. This is Susan from Cleveland, and I am back with my sister Rain in DC. Holla. And also. That was really white. It was. It was pretty white. 
<laughs> okay with that. Wait. Oh, it happens. With <laughs> Heidi in Minneapolis, right? Yes. Yes. The home of the Super Bowl. Oh. <sighs> oh, man. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like clusterfuck week from hell this week, so. You know, <laughs> side note, I you read should. an article about how um, people in, in Minneapolis are signing up as Uber drivers mm-hmm. to pick um, up Patriots and Uber. fans. Yeah. Wait, wait, to pick up Patriots fans and to not take them to the Super Bowl venue. <laughs> Why would they do that? <laughs> That's mean. Ah. Just to mess with them? Ah, That's pretty funny. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's mean. hilarious. Yeah, ball is mean. It's mean. I don't um, think that would actually happen uh, here. <laughs> Just where are they going to take them? Yeah, I don't, I don't, so, actually, I have a funny Super Bowl story. The last time the Super Bowl was here was in, like, I think, 91, 92. And Buffalo was one of the teams. Sorry, I can't remember the other team because it wasn't the Steelers. So... I worked at a um, convenience store, and for so there was a full week before that, we had drunken Buffalo Bills fans that would come there and just be obnoxious. It's like, oh my god! I, I mean, just stupid. We had one that had his car stolen because he picked up a hooker. Oh. It's like, well, dude, you left your car running with the hooker in it. What did you think was going to happen? I would have stole your car and I'm not a hooker. <laughs> but so they would come in and say, so I was on Lake Street. That's where my, that's where my, my convenience store was. And I, I had probably a dozen people come in and go, yeah, I'm trying to find Lake Street. <laughs> and we just look at them like, are, are, really? So after a while, I just started giving them random directions. So I'd just be like, oh, you have to go down three blocks, then hang a left, go another three blocks, hang a left, and then hang another left, and then go right for two blocks. (laughs) Okay. It's like, oh, God, really? I'm, you know, what an idiot. So, yeah, so we started, we would mess with them because. It was just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and this was in the middle of the day. This was overnight. But, you know, the, the guy that had his car stolen by the hooker, um, <laughs> the guy that got his wallet stolen because he fell asleep by the mm-hmm. dumpster. It's um, silly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo. Buffalo Bills fans. Oh, man. Well, they ain't Patriots fans. And Heidi, I gotta tell you something. Just stay away from Eagles fans. They are mean. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. So, uh, yeah, our our, um, our mayor kind of like gave him a little. He's like, we, our mayor has kind of a good sarcastic sense of humor. So, um, and he's a millennial. He's like I don't know twenty one. I don't know how old he is, but. He, so yeah, he's been giving him a little bit of crap this time, uh, Eagles fans. But <laughs> so far, I haven't heard any really crazy shit happening. But it's early yet. Thursday, Friday, Saturday will be the cornucopia of stupid. So, um, but, Justin but Timberlake night, is in town. But last night was the State of the Union, so you guys didn't watch, right? Mm. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> oh, I watched. 
<laughs> no, I wash and I and I made signature drinks for the occasion. I see, I'm, I'm, so, I watch. I'm one of those people, and, um, and I, I I drink and I put yeah, comments I need, on my Facebook. Page. I watch. Black I, I need Lightning. to jump in here. Go ahead. I need to jump in here. Um, Sue, if you follow Heidi on Facebook, yeah, Heidi drinks heavily during events such as yeah, this. Well, there is no flavor. <laughs> she has no filter. I don't blame her. I love no. it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. But I mean, you get like a minute by minute update on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yes. Did you did you follow along last night, Rain? No, I was I was being a co-host on Turn Up the Night, yeah. another um, live show on India Media Weekly. Ting! Yay! And I was that, listening. That was the second. That was the second plug for the show. Come on! I Yay! was I was listening to Turn Up the Night. I was I listening. To- Turn up the night. <laughs> I was listening to Turn Up the Night, but um. Are you guys ready for the Huckabee Sanders? You want that? Yeah. Sure. I guess. Okay. Yeah. She Bring was, on the spokes um, over. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was talking to Chris Cuomo about the State of the Union. How can he unify that room? I think doing exactly what he did last night, and I'm going to be a little bit in disagreement with you. I think Nancy Pelosi looks like that all the time. I think she should smile a lot more often. I think the country would be better for it. She seems to kind of embody the bitterness that belongs in the Democrat Party right now. I think last night was a good step forward. Hopefully they can let go of some of that, and they have to make a big decision. They need to decide, Chris, do they love America more than they hate this president, and are they willing to put some of those differences aside, come together, and do what's right for this country? Okay, I have four things I have to say. Four (laughs) things I have to say. Okay, okay, okay. Four. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. What's one? Okay, first of all. Okay. Breathe. First of all, the fucking spokes ogre needs to take several seats. (laughs) Second of all, who the fuck is she to tell Nancy Pelosi to smile? I mean, are you fucking kidding me, really? I, I, uh, oh my God! Number one, okay. For, first of all, her boss. Heidi has a lot of things to say. Uh, she does. Her, okay, go, go. her boss, golf, golf tits von Clownstick, never fucking smiled. Melania looked like she wanted to shank him in the fucking neck last night, which <laughs> I couldn't blame her for. I mean, come yeah. on. If she's, if and somebody's going to do it, again, it should be her. America. Okay. And then America needs Nancy Pelosi to smile. Are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit? Are you kidding me? Really? No, you know what America needs? A president that is not a fucking asshole. That's what we need. <laughs> we need jobs. We need clean air that we're not breathe we're not slicing before we breathe it. Well, and we don't need air. war. Oh, we don't need war with fucking North Korea. And finally, oh. it's the fucking Democratic Party. Not the Democrat Party, for fuck's oh. sake. Okay. <laughs> Rant's complete. Can I, can I raise my hand? <sighs> okay, blood pressure yeah. down. Calm um, blue ocean. I just want to... I just... Heidi threw things down. Here, I heard But Heidi you know going. what, you guys? It's God easier to blame down. a woman. And how many times have you had some asshole you didn't even know come up to you on the street and say, Smile, honey. 
Really? You know, I'm the last time somebody did that to me. Yeah. I I am glad that you brought that up. But in this case, I am going to blame Sarah Sanders. Because I have had that happen a lot on social media. You should be you should be nicer. You should be this, you should be that. The fact that Sarah Sanders that woman You should wear a skirt. What? Who wears (laughs) she wears a freaking tablecloth. Yeah. To sit there and say that I'm I here's the thing. Just gonna try to focus. For her to say that Nancy Pelosi should smile more yeah. when Nancy Pelosi has been in in that position as minority leader and as majority leader for as long as she has. Sarah Sanders, this is her first job in federal government. Right. Sure. She right. has Sarah Sanders. Her degree is is liberal arts and i'm not even here to try to knock her i'm not even here to try to knock her her degree she's got a liberal arts degree but for this woman to sit back and say that nancy pelosi should smile more i i that was so it it was insulting she needs to have several seats yes yes there's she needs to take several seats yeah yeah there there is that but you know the the other thing hold on hold on The other thing that infuriates (laughs) me is the fact that Sarah Sanders took on the typical male sexist trope of saying you'd be nicer if you smiled more. Which makes you want to go. Makes you just want to hit. You turn the volume all the way down. Hold on. Makes you want to hit. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what it does. It's so hypocritical. It's so hypocritical because, you know, I'm glad that Chris Cuomo was there because Chris Cuomo is a really nice guy. But if Sarah had said that to me, I really would have looked at her and be like, why don't you start smiling at your presses while you're lying, biatch? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, with her garden party dresses. I wouldn't have called her a beach. I'd like to I'd like to jump in real quick. He's jumping in. I just want to say, if you want us to be a little bit nicer to you, Huckabee Slanders, Hickabilly Slanders, <laughs> stop calling us the fucking Democrat Party. Mm, yeah. Jeez, That's what Heidi yes! said. That's what Heidi oh, said. Oh, oh, yes. I, I'm sorry I missed it, Heidi, but thanks for yeah. representing. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, my God. It, it also goes to oh. the fact that she doesn't treat anybody nice. She doesn't treat no. the press nicely. She is no. a very, very mean, mean person. Mean old and for her to sit back and say that that Nancy Pelosi yeah. should smile more. And yeah. and what was the other part of that clip? That um, it, what was the other part of that clip? I don't know if we could replay um, it. Where I think I, I can replay the whole thing. You want something me to replay about the whole hating thing? the president less and loving the country more? Um, yeah, yeah. It, and it was, was like so you're bullshit. part of the embittered. Um, Democratic Party. Democrat. Party. She said Crat. the embittered Democrat Party. Uh, yeah, so that was like, thank uh, you for that double stab in the heart. You're awesome. This, this is this is the language of autocrats. Mm-hmm. What she yeah. said was was really really disturbing. Um, yeah. and uh, she reminds me of. Oh, I was looking it up earlier today. There was a woman mm-hmm. during Nazi Germany. 
Hmm. who she happened to be Jewish and she found out that she could make money by selling out the Jews. Oh, I'm sure. And this is what, this is what Sarah is reminding me of. Yeah. Yeah. I know that was a little bit controversial and I don't care, Mm -hmm. but it's like, really? You're sitting there and saying that maybe people might like Pelosi if she smiled more. Thank you for setting the women's movement back 40 years. Yeah. I'm done. It (laughs) is gross. But but later, (laughs) later, we're looking into stormy, stormy weather. Stormy um, weather. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. There's no sun up in the sky. Stormy weather. I had to make a quick decision today. Oh. Am, I, am I more of an Etta James girl or a Lena Horn girl? And I went Etta James. I think okay. Uh, I think you're more Etta James. I am. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I, think, I feel more Lena Horn. So yeah, we're all I, good. Get, I get it. I was kind of caught between the two, and then I was like, "No, it's Etta. It's always been Etta. She's she's she looks like she's she's had a bit of it, you know, and she's had a bit of a time." And I, and yeah, I really I like. She would have dealt like, with Sanders. Hmm. What? I wonder how she. W- I wonder how she would have dealt with Sanders. She would have bitter. Just yeah. bitter. <laughs> 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 but I do have some Stormy Daniels, and when you guys are ready, I have the Stormy Daniels um, Kimmel Kimmel thing. Um, they were talking about um her signature for a long time. They were like saying, he said, oh, basically. This is your signature on the press, you know, thing, the press release that went out today or two days ago. And then this is all your other signatures. Why are they so different? She's like, hmm, I don't know why they're so different. I know. Because she didn't yeah. say that. But um, then there was, yeah. there's more. Are you guys ready for it? Did I play it? Yeah, definitely. All right. Here Absolutely. Here it comes. Let's hear it. Yeah. I do not know where it came from. You do not know where it came from. So you 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 I deny came from the internet. So you did not have anything to do with this. I letter. also work for the FBI and I'm a man, according to the internet today. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> well, we'll have to do a full examination and figure that out. <laughs> so do you think the president is watching right now? I like to imagine him. I don't want to imagine him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't have to imagine him. I mean, this is my so favorite part. I like to imagine him though, like lying in his bed with cheeseburger wrappers just all over the place. And he's like, oh, I was so great at the State of the Union tonight. And then he turns on the TV and he's like, oh no, Stormy, why are you on that talk show when you could be here in bed with me having the most fantastic lovemaking of your entire life? Well. I'm glad I didn't put food on my rider in the, my dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> right, was it that unpleasant of an experience? It's an unpleasant picture you're painting there. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> that's, inter- that's fascinating. I know you either do or don't have a non-disclosure agreement, which, if you didn't have a non-disclosure agreement, do you have a non-disclosure agreement? Do I? You can't say whether you have a non-disclosure agreement, but if you didn't have a non-disclosure agreement, you most certainly could say, I don't have a non-disclosure agreement. Yes? You're so smart, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of, I had to I, think about it. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Can I just say that one of my one of my drinks last night? I made two. I actually had three, <laughs> but I sort of I just didn't ever get to number four. So I three two drinks that I actually made and and shared my um, recipe for. One of them was actually called the Porn Star, which <laughs> was a Porn um, Star. What's uh, a rum star? cream with a salt rim. Oh, oh my god! What kind of cream? <laughs> rum cream rum with a salt cream. rim. Oh lord! Yeah. Was there rum a dash cream. of orange in there? <laughs> no, no, that was. So then the first drink was Russian collusion. So it was oh my vodka. Gosh. How fun is that? Um, gold slogger and oh. and a dash of bitters. Mm. That doesn't sound bad, actually. I could do a shooter of that. Actually, I like I like the rum cream better. The yeah. porn star was better. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna make the pussy grabber, but I I didn't stop to get the <laughs> kinky thing, so I I'll have to do that the next time. The what? What is what's in a pussy grabber? I mean, is it pink? Just, it should be pink. Yes, so the way it would be um, tequila, uh, that kinky, whatever it's called, um, and then I was probably going to get, like, cotton candy for the top. Ah, uh, see? Yeah, cotton candy. Or that yeah. birthday cake. Yes! Vodka. Yes! Yeah, there you go. So that's so what I was... Looking forward yeah. to everybody listening to the Resistor Sisters podcast. <laughs> Our co-host, Heidi actually creates her own drinks for the Which State of the delightful, Union. Delightful. <laughs> that makes me want to move to Minneapolis. Hi, I'm damn. telling you. <laughs> and, and she's not making this up. I have no. been friends with Heidi for about eight, maybe Aww. ten years now. She does. Yeah, she's forever. Like, Here are my drinks for the night. Wow. I'm going yes. off. And I do, she, I she do goes, for debates, too. She, yes. Yes, the debates. You do for the she debates. Goes, she just goes <laughs> off script. And and it becomes unfiltered Heidi. Heidi, do, yes. you, do you make drinks yeah, for a living? Of, Are you a mixologist? No, I just I just need alcohol to get through some of this stuff. So <laughs> I started it in 2016. So what I would do is I would watch the debates. I would poke fun at everybody, and then I would have drinks. And so yeah. I would create them. So I like you know Cheeto dusted shit given whatever it was. So. I would just make up names and then it would have like, you know, I would have, um, I know I had olives. I had, you know, usually it's vodka, rum, tequila. Um, I suddenly have started to really like, like, yeah, honey whiskey. So probably in the future, Ooh. honey whiskey will be in there somewhere. Would you, um, can I, I challenge you? Can I challenge you? Oh, you could have a lot of time to think about this. I want you to make me okay. a drink. For like in the next couple of weeks, called like the Dirty Irish Girl or something, you know, with 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 sure. Just think about it, like with Telemordu and so I can Sue. You're a Telemordu. No, no, I am. I am. So no, wow. I don't even know what that is. What is Telemordu? Is a, is a whiskey like Jameson, whiskey. or don't say the Bushwells. Okay, but you know, like it's just. Better than Telemore. It's nothing's better than Telemore. It's better than Jameson, okay. I think. There's okay. there's like Jameson okay. drinkers. Oh, there's Bushmill drinkers, and then there's the Dew. We do the Dew because it's Telemore Dew. Too cool. Well, that's easy. It's I the can real do that. Dew. I can find a really it's not fun Mountain name. Dew. It's the yeah. real Dew. 
It's the it's, yeah. I can I can do that. It's good. I can do that. I'm right. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my thing. It's kind of my that's you awesome. know. When I, I usually announce that I'm going to do it. People listen, watch. I get messages, so it's a thing. Okay. So, um, what do you guys think Stormy drinks when he's when she's having sex with Trump? <laughs> she didn't uh, say she did that. Tide pods. A what? I know she didn't, but we can we can think about it. Oh, I don't want to think. I think she probably she probably had to drink some bleach with a Tide Pod chaser, maybe. No, uh, she's still alive. Uh, yeah, and, and you know what that makes oh, me think true. of? That makes me think. No, I just think I'm going to barf. Well, that passed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm Ew! I think, uh, I think my barf. favorite part of that interview last night was the fact that, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's like, well, here's your signature and here's this signature. Yeah, I, I, liked, I liked when he said... Trump, um, t- Trump, can, like sitting in his bed, which is gross, surrounded by cheeseburger wrappers, because that's funny. It's just this gross, I, grossy, gross. Yeah, and it's true. Has Trump even denied any of this yet? No, no, he's not. Not even a little bit. Ken wants. I mean, Heidi. Ken wants you to know what um you think of his drink recipe. Half Mountain Dew, half Tullamore Dew, called the Dew Dew. <laughs> I love it. Are I've had it. Awesome. Normally, <laughs> normally, I put some sort of accoutrement in it. There, every yeah. drink needs a little bit of an accoutrement. Yeah, what like is a accoutrement? Salt rim, sugar. Accoutrements, yes. Accoutre- you know, some, an accom- you know, an accompaniment. It has to, you know, like a, a like a Cheeto or a, a an olive or... Um, so what, when you, you say know, Cheeto, candy, you rim it with Cheeto. Yeah, she you, no, I, I, you know, yeah, Cheeto, rim it. No, well, I, I did, I did for the debate. Nobody's getting. By the way, that, that's a bar. Yeah, I did. That's he. Didn't he get it with my rim job of salt on the porn star? Yeah. The, so anyway, the salty um, rim job. <laughs> I got it, man. I got it. Yeah! I got the salty rim job. I so, knew where you were going. Yes. Do you think that we can we have gone? some of that special sauce from his Big Macs? Oh, oh. oh good. Okay, yeah. I can try. You know what? I'm I, doing I it try. again. No, I just think I'm going to barf. Well, that passed. Heidi, you should just be like, no. Oh. Ray, no. Uh, I am the mixologist of the <laughs> sister resistors. Resistors. Nice, yeah. So, yeah. We could, we could even have a drink called Sister yeah. Resistors in the future, but I don't know. I don't know what would be in it. I think, well, I, yeah, I have to think about that because I, I didn't want to go tears pink. of Republicans. The bitter tears of Republicans. See, yeah. I would love to go yeah, to the every, bar and yeah. say, I'd like the bitter tears of Republicans. It should have bitters in it. Do you like bitters? Yes. I love bitters. I like so bitters. That works. Love them. Yeah. Like, I like, like a man. If you ever have a, if you ever have a sore throat, the best thing to do is get soda water, throw some bitters in there, and ice, and it helps Ooh. with your throat. It makes it soothe the throat. Bitters are very oh. important. Yeah. I don't have I, any. That's one of those things I don't have in the house. We, it's a darn we now shame. have a medical segment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And, and last night, so, <laughs> I put I put geranium essential oil in my air diffuser, and Ken's like, plutonium? We have plutonium? I'm like, yeah, we're, this is back to the future. Geranium, I said. Plutonium? Uranium. Oh, God, uranium. What? No, I'm trying to get better. I'm not trying to oh huff God. plutonium. Jeez. Uh, well, but, but the question would be for me, is the plutonium from Iran or North Korea? <laughs> Both. I think it's a mix of plutonium and uranium <laughs> and aluminum know, linoleum. Yeah. Hold on. Are you sure that the geranium wasn't from North Korea or Iran? It could have been. It could have been. It was delicious. <laughs> I like geranium. Uh, it's supposed to be soothing. I don't know. Plutonium. How's your throat? Um, it's it's my sinuses. You know how this time of year is. It's really dry. Yeah, I do. So I'm trying to like. I do. But did it help the you? Air. I think it did. I don't know. Usually I do yeah, a I... lavender mix of. But I couldn't find it. Do you do a neti pot? I did. I did also a neti pot two days ago. Yeah. Siri, okay. thank you. You're the only person that said that. It is a that's what it feels like. It's like I'm waterboarding myself again. It is. It is waterboarding. I it have is. tried it. It is a and little. I'm doing it. I'm doing it in the hot shower with cold water, and it it's kind of refreshing, but it's it's kind of torture. Yeah. Yeah. I, so you have to always make sure that you do distilled water, so you don't get any of those like little. Yeah. Um, amoebas or those totally. little like you know things in your nose, and you have to keep your mouth open, yeah, so it doesn't run the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Did you say amoebas. If you do all that, and yes, you know, so you don't like it's have true. the like chronic wasting disease or like brain eating sucking organisms. You know, like, you don't want any of that. God damn it! I'm so, just saying. I know you are. It's true. It's true. I do always use the distilled water. Yes. So, did anyone see Melania yes. Trump sitting during the Trump's faith and family portion <laughs> of the State yes, of the Union? I tweeted yes. that. Out. Yeah, I you all oh, you did. I laughed my ass off. She, she clapped, but you know, I, I just felt like, yeah, she's sitting for a reason. Sure. She stayed sitting when he talked about family. She's like, "Fuck you, you asshole! I'm not getting up." Well, isn't this like, isn't this no. whole thing with the the with Stormy? Like, isn't this whole thing um, supposed to have happened when she was pregnant or or just gotten over pregnant? Was, it, it was actually she was pregnant. I think she was pregnant when it started, and it continued. Yeah. After yeah. that young boy was born, that's uh, disgusting right. to me. It is disturbing. Right. It's like really incredibly disgusting. Some, and, some and, yeah, and so yeah. The thing is, some women get when they have a baby for their husband. Their husband gives them a a diamond ring, and some men tell the women she better get that baby weight off. That's messed up. Yeah, <laughs> that's horrible. Well, evidently, Donald Trump gave her um, nothing because he went to have sex with a hooker. Yeah, no, she wasn't a hooker. <laughs> I'll take that back. I take that back. She's she was a not sex a hooker. Worker. She, she's a sex worker. She's a porn star. And I, I, oh, God. The fact that she's even a sex worker shouldn't even be part of this. Yeah. Um, no. The fact that he just, I, I don't know. This whole thing is so weird to me. It he is. decided, I'm going to go and have sex with this 
film worker. Let's call her a film worker because I don't want to denigrate her. I don't want to denigrate her. Um, I I think she was kind of fascinating last night. Yeah. She's way smarter than Trump. She's fascinating. Yes. She's way smarter than Trump. But the fact that he did this again, because he did this to um, uh, Marla. Yeah. Didn't he start having affairs? Right. Right. Well, probably. But you know what? I was probably not paying attention because I thought this man will never be important. He's just this idiot that went to Studio 54 and did too much cocaine. He's never going to be our president. I was in New York at the time. I was in New York City at the time. I got to see Mm -hmm. all the New York, you know, New York Post, the Daily News. This he was all over everywhere before his before his show. And I just, I remember, I even remember the, the Ivana, the Ivana. Yeah, Ivana. The Ivana, yeah, because there's Ivanka. I don't even get that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that Trump wanted to call her Ivanka, ka, ka, three Ks instead of one. Um, <laughs> but the whole thing, he's he's a really, really just, he's, he's not, he, he's gross. He is gross. He is gross. He is He's gross. just like, I I can't believe this is happening sometimes. And I just, he's a reality TV show. show. We elected. He's ridiculous. We must have. It, we, it, we elected a man who is everything that women's rights are, is against everything that women's rights are for. Totally. Everything. Yeah. And that's he why. He cheats I, on women. I'm. He cheats on them. He spies on them in in a beauty yes. contest. He he grabs them publicly. He and like you know at the beginning of the Resistors Sisters where Michelle Obama. This is a powerful man bragging. Yes, that he abuses that he is abusive to women, and it's ridiculous. It's like so. I I think that we've swung way back center, you know, like we've swung back to back. It's backlash, you know, and that's what I think I want. I want to fight because they it, this is the backlash. Yeah. That's I'm with you. That's right what now, I want to fight, you know? too. Yeah, I really do. It's disturbing. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, um, uh, uh, Marla was his Marla was his mistress when he was with Ivana and then yeah and so the the story goes that Marla got pregnant with Tiffany oh right around the time that he was and then when I say got pregnant obviously she didn't just like have it appear out of nowhere but you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and so he was looking to get to to break up with her around the same time but then she announced that she was pregnant so he stayed and married her Mm. because she was like and this is this is rumor, so take it with a that grain of salt. Rumor. But supposedly, yeah. So supposedly, she said, "Marry me or whatever." And so he did. And I, their their marriage didn't really last all that long. I think mm-hmm. like six years, five years, something like that. I don't even know if it was that part long, of the, But I will say this. I will say this. Um, he did not leave Ivana for Marla. Mm-hmm. He had a whole bunch of affairs in between. Ew! I thought gross. that she was around. Was she was. This man? I thought she was oh. like. I, this was I in the thought 80s. that she was this around that time, dude. You guys, there is no well, yeah, like money was, in the world to make me hit that. No, 
No. So no, no I mean, I'm not that. I just I want to make this, and I'll go back and look it up if anybody. No, I after believe the podcast believe. comes out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I, he, I remembered it. I, he he literally he he was having problems with his first wife, sure. and he was sleeping around with a whole bunch of women. And um. Yeah, remember he thought he was going to be able to hit um, Princess Diana around that time? Yes, it was around that time. It was also around that time when he was playing around with Jeffrey Epstein. And Jeffrey Epstein went to jail. Oh, my gosh. We we could talk about this, too. Ken tells us means we have 10 minutes, which is fine. Yeah. Because we've hit a lot of things. And and we've also already finished the story on... on, uh, Who needs the pervert on the payroll tonight when we have Trump? In the sky. <laughs> we finished stormy weather. Yay! Yeah. So I kind of like that song for. We need to. We need to not put that song away. I think that song <laughs> should come back because I yeah. like. I, I. It's a beautiful song. It fits it so many possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, thinking about Stormy, I was just like, I. Th- I think I want to hear it. So. I went and I thought maybe I should get more clips of her singing because it was delightful. But then I just cut it down to eight seconds. So, (laughs) you know, the thing about Stormy, the thing about Stormy Daniels is that she's way smarter than Trump and she's way smarter than the non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who watched that Kimmel interview last night when she was coy Mm-hmm. I, I just watched right. it and I was like, yeah, she's was, not a dumb woman. He was trying to, f- no, to, to shake her down. Like, oh, just admit he was gross. Just say it. Because, you know, like he was, I think he was kind of like trying to bait her. Like, just tell us the president yeah, he was gross Kimmel- and bad in bed. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. I, she, I, she was like, no, I'm not taking that bait. That's going to cost me yeah, money. Yeah, I do agree with that. <laughs> I do agree with that very much. And and I don't dislike Kimmel, but I think you're completely right about that. <laughs> she was like, no. She wasn't taking I'm the not, bait. I'm not breaking that. But but you heard at the end, he, she said, if you didn't have a disclosure, if you didn't sign a disclosure, you could tell us now, right? And she's like, oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, she said to him, she said, yeah. you're smart. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically, yes. Yes, I do have a, uh, I did sign something. Yeah. She, she knows legalese. But who wouldn't? But here's the deal. Women, my sisters, I still can't believe that this is not the most important story ever. What? Which one? We have the Stormy Daniels. The porn star. Really? Yeah. I mean. Come on. No, really. I mean this seriously. A president. So, so a president paying off a porn star? Yeah. A fucking yeah. amazing. We, we had gross. John Edwards drop He's out. so gross. We had, I know it's yeah. gross, but yeah. here, we had John Edwards drop out. We had um, right. Gary Over little Condit. things. Over dumb things. And he made it with all these awful things. We He's had obviously the worst. He's Bill the worst Clinton person that ever lived. Job. For a blowjob, a consensual blowjob, and a dress with and, some stuff right. on it. Who and, cares? But, um, but the, the, here we are. Here we are. This is not even the top story. Kennedy didn't even get destroyed no. after he had a, had 
his brother. He threw Marilyn Monroe at his brother after he was done with her. Yes, and he didn't get. Uh, we could even. We could even. The cops did because the the press didn't even care. That poor no, little kitten. No, back oh, then, Marilyn Monroe. Then, oh. yeah, that was the time back. The yeah, back then they didn't care. They yeah. didn't. They didn't care. But I mean, but um, can you imagine? Wait, can you imagine if if this was? Imagine if this was Obama. I think. I, mean, I think and back the whole, then, every day. Uh, but every day, then, I go, you know, whatever the news is, you know, between mm-hmm. the Russian collusion, between yeah. you know, with this, with every, oh my God, can you imagine if Obama did this? And I'm not trying to do that. He, you know, he did this, he did that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, it's like we have become numb to this person who I will not call the president <laughs> um, doing this stuff. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I never call him president. I call him other choice words um but can you imagine if it was barack obama that had paid off a porn star had been married three times um was colluding with russia blah 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 i mean impeachment would have started the day after he was inaugurated i mean there would have been a hearing can you imagine obama would have called other countries a shithole first of all Five oh years ago, nobody was saying the word shit on new on the news. Y'all, and, y'all need yeah. to remember something. Mm-hmm. Obama, had he done one of, of the that. many things the that many Trump things. did, yeah. would never, ever right. have even been allowed into the primaries. Why are we so afraid no. of this, this creepy white man? Why are people afraid of him? I'm not afraid of him. Oh, mm, I have one Why? word. Can I raise my hand? Yes, why? Patriarchy. It's the patriarchy. Because God knows we got to have that white male sitting there. I don't understand it. He's so embarrassing to me. Like, he's so... I really... I want a president... I want my politicians to be like, all right, I look up to you. You can make the law of the land. Not this crazy guy. I just can't admire anything about him. I don't get it. Like, there is nothing about him. He is a bully. He is a dummy. I'm not even sure he's literate. I know he's not well-read. not. It's so disturbing. I'm like, like, he has, what? Why? Like, did somebody just, are we in Bizarro World? Are we, like, in the backwards crazy world and nobody told me? We are facing peak patriarchy. Yeah. Is is the end of the world coming? Because I just don't get it. This is so messed up. But okay. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, there's just nothing I admire about him, and I just can't believe this no. is happening. But <laughs> that's interesting. Something to admire about Trump. Go ahead. Anything. He's childlike. Really, that's all you I, got. That's all I, you got. And and the, and the thing is, like, I hate children that age <laughs> that you don't know anything about life and you're still confident. Just stop. I got nothing. I got nothing. And I generally can find something. I mean, here, Trey Gowdy leaving Congress. There's something I can admire about him. Oh, he knows. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing I admire about him. He he knows how to moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> Trump doesn't know how to moisturize. 
you know that I, I was on a plane with him two years ago. You remember that, Rain? I told you. I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, yes. So I was I was in DC. So I was in DC, and I was getting you know going to get on a plane. That was and after I hate, we hung out. I hate, yes. And yes. so normally I don't do flights that I have to land somewhere and then go catch a plane because inevitably something's fucked up, and I hate that. So I have to fly without any sort of layover crap because it's annoying. But this time, th- there was something wrong with my first reservation, blah, blah. And so then I had to fly from D.C. to Charlotte. It's like, okay, whatever. So I'm standing in line to get on the plane. And, you know, so I, I'm, I, I always like to be in the front. I'm kind of a weird, you know, I, I have to be in control. And I'm like, I, I look over and I'm like, is that, is that, oh, my God. Trey Gowdy is on my motherfucking flight. Are you kidding me with this? Really? And so we're standing there waiting for the ticket agents because some guy in front of us has some sort of problem. And he, you know, he's standing there with his group of, you know, window lickers. And one of them, like, looks over at me and he starts having this conversation with me about the day and how I'm doing. And I'm like, you know, I'm answering him politely. And Gowdy looks over at me and he smiles. And I'm thinking to myself, ew, ew, ew. And then I saw where he got seated on the plane, and it was like, <laughs> it was not first, it was not first class, it was like, really? I guess you could say it was business class. Yeah, it wasn't first class. And so I was like, I don't know, five rows behind him, and I, I, I was thinking, oh, do I have the balls to say something to him? Do I have the balls? And then yes. I thought, you know, I probably would like to make it home and not spend time in jail in Charlotte, North Carolina, <laughs> so I won't say anything. That was so, actually uh, the yeah, that same was... experience I had with Chuck Grassley. Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want we to do, bother We do him. have about five minutes to wrap it up, so... But you, you could have just okay. gone up to him and be like, you know what? I'm not a big fan of you, and walked away. <laughs> Ken says nice hair. Well, I, well, I was, well played. Don't roll I, your I was, eyes at me. I was, I couldn't say I was that thinking of walking up to him. I was thinking of walking up to him and screaming Benghazi and going back yeah, to my sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't. That happens a couple times. Did not times. do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That so, was the same trip to D.C. where I met Elijah Cummings, which made oh. me all fangirl, so. Wow. Fangirl. Yes. Fangirl. Serious fangirl. Serious. So has any news broke tonight? Does it matter? I know oh, it's a weekly oh, podcast, God. but I don't know. oh God, I don't, I don't know. Here, here's the thing for anybody listening: we are on Twitter. Trey Gowdy. Um, oh, what? No, 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 forget Trey it. Trey Gowdy doesn't follow us on Twitter. Yeah, I know he doesn't. <laughs> oh, by the way, we have a Twitter. That's something. We have a Twitter uh, now. We have a it's Twitter, delightful. and we're at we are at Radio Resistor. Yeah. Yay. That's our that's our actual Twitter handle. Or you can mm-hmm. find us at Resistor Sisters Radio. Yep. You and um we're going to upload this podcast, I think, Friday. Sure. And I'm right hoping... after turn out the night. It's really Wednesday here, but we're just gonna pretend it's Friday. Yeah, we're and we won't mention this this kind of thing anymore in the future. <laughs> we're just going to pretend that but we're yeah. recording it on Fridays. Uh, really? Okay, we'll cut that out. We'll cut you, it out. 
So just, yeah, just, just make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are Radio Resistor on Twitter, also known as Resistor Sisters Radio. I hope that so makes sense. So breaking news on Media can, um, is Tommy Lauren apologizing for calling Joe Kennedy a limp dick after oh, so well, response. That's, that's noble of her. Okay. You see, uh, in the future, we're going to have to talk about right-wing millennials. <laughs> yeah because let's do that, that little girl that little girl i want to have her sit down i want to talk to her let me talk to you oh god i do i want to have yeah. a conversation with her you millennials you think you can do anything <laughs> i know i don't want to turn off millennials from the show so that's why i said right-wing millennials yeah I, I like I like millennials, but I was I was. I don't like Tommy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we could talk about her next podcast. But anyway, do you guys have any uh, last um any any uh last thoughts you have before the end of the show? Because we got to wrap things up. I'm good. Um, I I uh, really all I want to say is uh, Super Bowl is this Sunday. Oh. It's in Minneapolis. It's cold here. Um, I expect to partake in some festivities this Saturday and Sunday. Um, my assumption is I will not be drinking too much since it's uh, um, ass-crack cold outside. So, yeah, I'm going to have to find my mutlucks and my face covering and all kinds of stuff. But mm-hmm. um, now none of my favorite teams are, are playing, but I will oh. say that I, I am hoping that the Eagles kick some Patriot ass. Thank you. Just saying, just saying, just saying. Okay. And I will be rooting for the Eagles because you are, because I have no (laughs) feelings on the matter. But because you like the Eagles, I might even figure out what their colors are. Are they yellow? Damn it. Green! Green! Well, here, Heidi, in all fairness, half of green, half of green is yellow. I just assumed they were yellow and back black, but yeah. they're green and something. What? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I'm just no, making her sad now. Don't teach you. We're going to teach you. No. Oh my God, we're going to teach you. Just a little I'm bit. Every you. every week we'll just teach you. We'll teach you one thing about <laughs> some sort of sports ball. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> every week, just a five minute sports segment. Oh. I will do it. And Shen and Rain will do it, and then we'll show, you know, might be football, might be baseball, might be basketball, yeah. might be hockey. So, you know. See, I only I'm like I only like Dragon Boats Hi. and Roller Derby, really. I only like sports I can do. Oh. See. But yeah, I... Heidi, you're optimistic. But maybe, optimistic. yeah. I think, th- I think the baseball is the white ball with the red stitches, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You make Good. me then sad. The basketball yeah. is the brown one that's bigger, but it looks a it's lot like the baseball. Kind of no, orangey it's brown. Kind of orange. Oh, it is. Can you and tell me no about stitches. the pretty football costumes and hats? Oh goodness. Okay, <laughs> they're not costumes. They're uniforms, and they're not hats. They're helmets, honey, darling. <laughs> I'm sure they're delightful. Oh, yes. So we will have five-minute sports corner. Starting next week. It will start with the basics. 
And then we'll it's go on. It's going to be five minutes. Who are you joking? <laughs> oh, okay. Ten. Ten. And so I don't know if you know this All about right, me. you got to make me the drink. you got to tell me the drink to make if I'm going to go to Sports oh, yes. Corner. Sports oh, Corner. Oh, I will. I, I will make sure to post it. But when I was a, when I graduated from high school, I wanted to be a, uh, a sports announcer oh, for baseball see? or football. Yeah. But yes, I did. So I'm very yeah. I used to know. I used to be an extreme hockey fan. Used to be able to tell you everybody's um, statistics, whether sure. they were from my team. I could tell you every. I mean, seriously, I was. I was. When I like something, I kind of go all out. So. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely. Okay. I know, it's kind of Any- creepy. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything you want to um, yeah, throw in there, Rain? Any, any other? Oh, no. No, I think I'm done. From the weekend review? I'm okay. so done. Well, I don't know. I, here, here, here's my parting shot. Okay. For the 14th, no, wait a second. For the yes. 18th month in a row, I did not ovulate. Are you coming up no. on the menopause? I'm in the I'm post menopause, sisters. Oh, good for you. I'm so jealous. I got mine again. I thought it was. I know that's I'm random, like, but well, menopause. We're resistor sisters. So I'm telling you, this is awesome. <laughs> Having the menopause. It's been a little longer for me. Post I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Post menopause is there. awesome. Menopause, oh, not so not awesome. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it really sucks having a hot flash when it's like forty below to outside, and you're like, "Holy shit, I'm gonna what the?" F-? So like parts of your body are freezing, and then other parts are like all flushed. So it's like, <laughs> "What the hell is happening?" Well, okay, what's what happening? the fuck is the yeah. Oh my yeah. God. I, yeah, I, I had a coworker so once. Anyway, was like, "Are you cold? Is it cold in here, or is it me? Is it hot in here? It's me." And we'd all just be like, "It's you." Huh. It's you. <laughs> I, I will. I will say this: yeah. that when I was going through menopause, I said the same thing, <laughs> and, and Bob, Bob literally was like, um, "I think it's you," but I'm going to put the fan on. He was. He was awesome. Aww, what a nice. Aww. Guy. He was awesome. He really was. It was like because there were times when I. So okay, let's end the show. All right, I'm going to end the show. This, <laughs> let's see y'all next week. Let's cut all of this out, and Here, here's seriously. the bumper to sing you out. Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time.